What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Mad Happy Podcast. I'm Payman. And I'm Mason. We also have Phineas here with us today. And uh, first episode that we've actually recorded in this new year. And we're actually also announcing that we will be taking a pause for the show uh, for a bit of time. Uh, we have a lot going on at the beginning of you know, this, this new year and a lot of things that we're prioritizing. So the show will have to take a quick step back, but we'll definitely be back uh, doing more uh, episodes soon and maybe in different formats. And now that we have our uh, flagship here in LA, hoping to do some more live stuff and in-store stuff. So excited about what's to come, but definitely wanted to start with that now. Yeah, I think it's a, obviously a tough decision. I mean, we love doing the show. We've been doing it for two years now, and, and by no means do we want to end it. But I think to Payment's point, um, there's a lot going on. We just we just opened our first flagship store just at the end of the year. Uh, we have obviously a lot more plans this year for retail and growing the team. And, you know, we're entering year seven uh, of the business, and, and it does just feel like a time to really buckle down and focus. And I think, you know, when we started to realize that we weren't able to put our full effort into the show and, and really didn't want to half-ass it in any way or just keep doing it just for the sake of doing it. But but if we were going to continue it, to have really have it be uh, strong and intentional and, and be able to put the time in that it takes to make the show what it is. You know, Obviously, it, it, it takes a lot of time from the planning to finding guests, prepping episodes, all those sorts of things. Um, but yeah, still still super excited about the future of the show and, and what it can be. Obviously, now that we have our space in West Hollywood, you know, there's opportunity for live events and different programming there. And, and I am still very, very excited for what the future of the Mad Happy podcast holds. But uh, definitely appreciate your guys' uh, patience as, as we take a few months to sort of figure out what's next. Phineas, any thoughts? Many thoughts. I think probably nobody that is an avid listener is surprised because, you know, over the last couple of weeks, at least there's been, you know, we were very consistent and we didn't, we didn't publish a couple of times, which I know pains payment, especially he's always making sure we hit it every single week. But uh, so, so listeners will know they'll be like, Oh, okay. Didn't, didn't publish once or twice. So I'm glad, I'm glad we're addressing it directly. Um, it makes a lot of sense. This is the one of the sides of doing a podcast, but it not being your day job. I mean, it's part of your world and part of our world, but, you know, the company is growing and a lot going on. And uh, so it makes sense. It's it's always a bummer to, to hit pause on something that adds value to people's lives, but it's okay. And look, would we be true to the show if we just powered through during a time where you should probably take a break for your mental health? Maybe not. I think it's in keeping with the show. You guys are being self-aware. We're all being self-aware about the situation and how much time and mental effort a show like this requires. And so I think a pause is appropriate. And yeah, I think it's appropriate. Totally. Mace, uh, did you want to touch on the store for a sec? Yeah, I mean, I know I just mentioned it a couple of times, but late November uh, on Black Friday, actually, we finally opened the doors to our Mad Happy West Hollywood flagship, uh, which was a long, long time in the making. We hadn't had a store open in L.A. for quite a while, actually, since we closed down our one on Melrose and planning this. And, and obviously it opened up a little bit later than we expected, but just was so amazing to finally be back and have our doors open in, in our hometown of L.A. It was was such a great opening weekend 
Um, the store is super, super special, and we really designed it to be a place for people to come and gather, to be a place for the community to come and hang out and engage with the brand and, you know, really all of these things that our brand represents that, that if you're listening to this, you are well aware of and all the things that we talk about on this show. But, but how does that all come to life in a physical space? How do we embody uh, vulnerability and empathy and mental health in a physical space? And I think that was really our objective. And uh, I, <laughs> I think we accomplished it. You know, I think when it comes to the color palette, uh, the sounds, the smells, uh, the places to rest and relax, uh, how you just engage with the space, indoor, outdoor. Um, you know, it, it really does have that calming feeling, I think, in a, in a city and in a retail landscape that can feel so hectic and frenzy and fast and, you know, clothes everywhere and retail associates coming up to you to sell you and, and all these things. And we really did take all of those things into consideration when creating this this energy and this and this atmosphere that we wanted to um so it's still just the beginning you know the store is by no means perfect i think one of our biggest opportunities for this year you know is to continue to improve on that how how can we get better here get better there you know it'll always be a work in progress we're going to start having like monthly events there uh, that we're still figuring out starting in february uh, so that'll be really really exciting and and definitely hope to see some of you guys coming out there um obviously the podcast is sort of a big inspiration um an indication of like what these types of events can be you know different conversations with uh me and payment and some guests or even like two other people externally having a conversation or, or just a bunch of different uh mental health topics and and nonprofits that we'll work with and like other things that we can really talk about and champion and and the space is really made for that uh, you know it's really split up 50 50 between uh retail and the programming uh so we're super excited to bring a lot of those to life and then if you're in the the la area or if you're planning on coming out to la anytime soon uh please please stop by and check us out and and there's also one other feature in the store that that i'll let payment talk about yeah so one of my favorite parts of the, or I guess most surprising is, you know, we worked hard on this concept called the pantry that we launched, uh, which is a cafe concept in its, you know, first iteration. And we really wanted that to be a part of this broader LA store experience, given what Mason touched on with the community element and having a reason to come to the store daily, weekly, you know, even more so than you would just, just to buy clothes. And, and so I think for us, that's been an incredible place as we've had some amazing partners there in Hotel Drugs, who uh, is our friend Natalie from Tokyo, Nekohama, who's done a great job with the matcha, as well as uh, great food partners in John and Vinny's, Awan, uh, Courage Bagels, uh, which we serve daily, as well as uh, Juice to Pastries. So I think that combination of the great menu, as well as an amazing outdoor uh, space uh, that we have with our patio and, and the tree there and sort of the uh, environment has been very welcoming. And I think people have really enjoyed being there uh, multiple times a week, uh, including myself. So if you haven't checked it out, definitely, definitely come by. We're gonna be doing a lot of cool stuff with the pantry this year, in addition to some of those things that Mason was talking about. And I think just really a culmination of a lot of what we've been working on over the past six, seven years, and we're excited to keep improving it. I was talking to somebody about this. I was like, God, their ability to spin up new brands within their brand is second to none. 
gonna do a quick a quick plug here like the pantry brand is fantastic <laughs> it's like it feels like a timeless relevant brand and it's been out for almost immediately you know obviously some of that is leveraging everything you've built with mad happy generally so there's trust and community and and everybody knows it's going to be quality and and focused on you know making connections and with real people but i do think like god i was impressed the pantry brand is amazing i'm excited to test the product like i hope other stores incorporate it because i'm already like god i could see pantries on every corner you know and uh anyway bravo to that it was uh i was really impressed with that i was surprised i didn't know it was happening either so it's just sort of like what's pantry i kind of fell came across the instagram like a little bit separate from the store i was like wait is this a separate thing and anyway it's cool so anyway congrats on that i was impressed thank you thank you man i appreciate i that. think uh yeah i think you, you definitely got to come check it out and hopefully uh you'll like the in-person feel even more one thing I think we should uh, leave off with is uh, something that's on our mind for 2024, whether that's a goal or uh, something you've been thinking a lot about. So does anyone want to get started? Mm. I got to think for a second on mine. <sighs> Gosh. Go ahead, Phineas. I might have said this on the show before, but every year on my birthday, my, my mom asks me, what's your word for this year? And mm. my birthday was last week january 11th so uh it's always like similar to the new year's resolution time so i reflect on the year like around my birthday and i think my theme so it's really like what's your word or what's your theme and i think one of the themes for me that's important this year is like really listening to and exploring like being sort of like trying to live in a way that is true to myself, sort of self-alignment. And I think this is something that we do in our early 20s. And then I think like, I just think it's something you have to periodically do every five years is kind of like realign with yourself. And I'm feeling that now. I'm like, all right, I need to make decisions and live in ways that feel in line with who I actually am, not my projected sense of self, not a self sense of self and informed by other people or my work or whatever. But like, I really want to try to be, to design my life, redesign my life to be in line with who I am and, and, and my own sort of like renewed sense of self. It's a little vague and broad. I think it's more personal to me of what it, what it actually means. But, you know, I think, I think you got to keep checking in about like, do I like, what I do every day. Do I like the places I go? Do I, am I fulfilled by the people I spend time with? Do I like where I live? Like full scale check-in. Yeah, I, I like my life, but I, I want to continue to live in a way that is in line with who I really am. So that, that's my, that's my theme for the year. It's not one word. Sorry, mom. I was going to ask sort of how you managed to do that. It seemed like you started to answer it a little bit. Are, are you that like intentional of like, Hey, I'm writing down 10, 10 checkpoints in my life. And I'm sort of answering, like answering them every day for a week or something, or how do you do it? It's definitely intentional. It'll be specific things that I'm working on now. Uh, I only have a few, but 
One is like, I mean, it's very basic stuff. One is I need an additional physical hobby that's consistent. Yeah. It's like a physical activity. I play basketball once a week and it's like every Monday night I play basketball with the same group and it's the best part of my week. You know, I'm like, I'm like yeah, elated afterwards. It's like, okay, well, you know, so I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, uh, you know, I'm a sports guy, so I'm thinking it'll be tennis, but it doesn't have to be a sport. It could be something else, but I'm going to try my hand at a consistent tennis thing. So that's one thing. Another thing is leaving the city more frequently with more intentionality, like at least once a month, going somewhere in nature and spending more time outside the city. So stuff like that, like, but doing things outside the city that I like, like, uh, not going out in the city and going on a hike and getting to the top of the mountain and that's it, you know. We don't like oh, hikes. I love a hike, but like like <laughs> I love a hike, but some people are like, I gotta go on a hike and that's like fulfilling me in a way that's like spiritually fulfilling me. It's like doesn't I grew up in nature, yeah. I'm from Vermont, like I I, I don't I, you know, I need to you know, so something else. Like uh, something else. It's you know um, I love a good hike, but I got to design things that fit with me. So I'm working on this list. It's, it's short at the moment, but, but stuff like that. Nice, man. Go ahead, man. Best for last or worst. No. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm sort of thinking mine through out loud right now. I don't have anything really concrete. You know, I think one big thing that came to mind for me was like consistency. You know, I think both in work and, like my mental health and like physical stuff that I talked about so much on the show is like, you know, how do you, how do you keep going? Like once it's over, you know, I think about like Tom Brady or like Kobe, like these guys are known to like the day after they win the championship. It's like they're back up at 5am the next day in the lab, like getting ready for it again. And I feel like it's, you know, we've, we've, we've accomplished a lot, but we still have a lot more to do and a long way to go. Even, even being in your, seven, you know, or my, I got the body fat percentage I want and all of that. It's like, okay, now what? Um, and I think that's really where, uh, that's, that's uncharted territory for me, really. Um, and I think I'm super good at being motivated when I'm struggling and I'm super good at, at, at being really, uh, high energy and super dedicated when I have a goal. And then I think once that's reached, you know, I have a habit of, of sort of cyclically falling back into, what I was or like, okay, now, you know, I don't have anyone. My trainer's not meeting me at the gym anymore. I, I, let me, let me set my alarm for an hour later or whatever it is and things like that. So I think really wanting to stay consistent, um, in those things and in all aspects of my life. And I think really just having ownership too, um, falls into that of like really feeling, uh, confident in myself, comfortable in myself, you know, not, not really giving anyone else power to, to stray me too far up or down. You know, I think really it's, it's, it's a cliche for sure, but like really just focusing on those things that I can control and like people are going to, people are going to let me down and people are going to disappoint me and, and things are going to happen that are out of my control. Things are not going to go my way that I thought were going to go my way. And like all these things that life really throws at us, I think really having like just a really strong sense of self and really, working on and, and building and maintaining that relationship with myself so that when those things happen, it doesn't have to derail me or it doesn't have to knock me off my course. 
you know, so so some ways I do that are spending more time alone. Uh, like you're saying, Phineas, spending more time doing the things that really fill my cup and, and not things that I'm doing for anyone else or to make anyone else happy or anything like that. And just staying the course. You know, I think one of the coolest things that my fitness journey taught me was that it doesn't it doesn't just happen overnight and the change isn't really visible. Um, and, you know, the the world is so much more than than what we can see every day uh so to just keep my head down keep trusting um doing the best that i can you know and and stringing together good days good weeks good months and and hopefully it'll be a good year love that consistency is hard my follow-up to you is how do you make it less broad like what are the ways that you actually like i think this is something people a lot of people struggle with it's like consistency well there's no there's no like set goal you know generally being more consistent is so difficult. So for you, do you break it down into small things like, okay, I did this check, like a, like a, like a piece of paper on your fridge where you like, I woke up and didn't snooze it, check it, you know, or whatever. Yeah. Not, uh, not as much as I probably should. You know, I have still like my fitness goals that I think make me feel really good of like, okay, now I'm going into the gym three, four times a week instead of five, six times a week. Okay. I started to take Pilates class with Sophia. I'll do that once a week, uh, you know, coming here to the office every day, how can I stay uh, productive, you know, keep things moving in a positive direction, checking in with my friends, you know, I think I'm someone who doesn't, like, make enough, like, outreach, you know, I think that's something that's important for me to do to really feel consistent, like, keep all my bases covered in that way, obviously a big part, staying sober, staying off my bottom lines, things like that. Good call, Phineas. I almost think, at least for me, like, there has to be something that you can track in some way because, you know, even if it's just not, not as specific as like what you're doing workout-wise every day, but that you want to work out five times a week and did you do that or not? Because I think it's really hard, it, it's really hard for us to actually remember and be like, oh, like, was I consistent last month? Like, it's, it's a little bit hard to say and like nearly impossible to even remember like, how many times you worked out last week or how many times uh, you called your friends or whatever, at least for me. So I think having a very simple way to track that even is five, ten times better than not tracking at all. So, yeah. But for me, it's a combination of what both of you guys were saying. Wow. <laughs> so a couple things. One, like, I think as I've gotten a little bit older, um, and I'm turning 30 in under two months. And Phineas, happy belated birthday, by the way. Thank you, guys. Sorry that I f forgot to text you. It's okay. It was actually the day that... Oh, no, we, we were here. Never mind. It was the 8th. Yeah. January 11th. So, you know, I, I, I think I've realized, especially, you know, as last year I was trying to take more time uh, alone and more time off my phone. And I think through that, you realize that Sometimes there's this old, whole other life that you're missing out on based on kind of what we've been trained to do, whether it's work or be very connected or always with people or always uh, checking something, uh, whether it's on your phone or computer or whatever. And I think what I realized is that there's a lot of life that myself or we all are, are missing out on if we're not leaving enough room for those things. And at the end of the day, uh, you know, life in some ways is 
you know, is kind of like a single player game where it, it really is about yourself and, and, and what you like. And, you know, some of the things Mason was saying that are out of your control, like, you know, the things that are in your control is like, you know, how you feel every day. And of course you can let external things make your mood worse or better or whatever, but I think it's kind of a slippery slope. And at the end of the day, you want to be focused on yourself and, and, and feeling good yourself. And I think that comes through enough of, yes, these practices, of course, of movement, exercise, sleep, nutrition, uh, but also I think more and more I'm realizing that it, that is time, uh, time in nature, or time not on my phone, or time that, you know, you really have to deal with the, the feelings that during the week are easy to push away by doing other things and distracting ourselves, even if some of those things are good distractions like working out or reading or whatever. So, so I think that, that the balance of those two things, and of course it doesn't mean that we can't have goals or ambitions with our life, uh, and I think that that's, that's fine, but really being clear about why, why we like doing those things and, and what, you know, what that really, what our intentions are and where we want to, what we're saying, where we want to be five years from now or whatever, uh, and making sure that that feels true and it's not just tied to, oh, just because I have been doing that thing, I should keep doing that thing. And so, like Phineas was saying, that means learning more about yourself uh, and questioning these things and dealing with the feelings that are easy to not deal with. And then two is then trying to, you know, in your life, put things in place that allow you to do that on a day-to-day -day basis. Uh, and at the end of the day, like, there's no, um, you know, there's no, oh, when I reach this point, this thing will happen. Like, we, we have access to that today, and it's about most of our days or nearly all of our days feeling like we had a great day, even if um, the degree to which, you know, that is is very different so I don't know that's what I would say I'm thinking about for this year and uh, hoping that I continue to learn more sounds like we got to take a little nature trip boys <laughs> <laughs> that's right I agree no I think that's great man I think it's like it's not a surprise that we're all men around the same age working in somewhat similar fields trying to with partners you know trying to trying to figure out this thing called life you know and i think as as we get older then you realize how fast time does move it's just oh shit what what do i really want to do what do i really enjoy uh why what am i getting lost in what am i spending too much time doing what am i not spending enough time doing and and it's like you really have to have to be intentional about asking yourself those questions because you know payment says he's turning 30 in two months i'm turning 30 in six months and before we know it we'll be turning 35 or 40 and it's like you know you don't want to be stuck in some of the same ways or just have that time go by i love i love what payment said about you know this whole other life that that's right there and you know there's there's like a series of decisions that we make every day that we don't even realize like what it's you know the path that it's leading us down and and, and how close uh another version of it might be um so I think it's cool. I think it's super cool. I agree, gentlemen. Well, well, well. I think we should leave it there for, for this nice January day. Thank you, Phineas. Thank you, Mason. Thank you, Payment. Thank you, Payment. Thank you, Mason. Hopefully we'll be back in not too long. And thank you to the audience. Thank you to the audience as well, of course. 
Uh, and I will all talk soon. Peace, guys. Peace. Peace. Mad Happy Podcast is brought to you by Optimism.